Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to our podcast for Love Without Labels. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about why your kids don't want to be friends with you once they become adults. And to help me with this conversation today, my son Joshua is with us. What's going on, guys? Wouldn't you say, Josh, that most parents would would say they would like to be friends with their adult kids? Yeah, I think for sure. I mean, you live with the person their whole childhood, and then once they grow up and get out of the house, you still want to have that connection. So I think friendship is very, very appealing to everybody, and especially with someone who you've known your whole life. Yeah, and for real, because like for a parent, the kid's been in your house their whole life, and then they go off to school and it's like they're gone yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, so, where'd they go? Yeah, so you do want to continue that friendship. But those friendships can be so incredibly hard. Like, it's very seldom you see a very good, healthy friendship between parents and kids. And there's a multitude of reasons for it, obviously, but it's something that people strive for. It's just they don't quite know how to get there. Yeah. Yeah, and those reasons that Joshua talked about, that's that's what we want to talk about today. We're just going to hit on some of the pitfalls that we run into in trying to be friends as parents and adult kids. Yeah, yeah and the things you can do to help to, I guess, counteract that so you can have a friendship with your kids. Absolutely. Well, I think probably at the top of the list, this is speaking as a parent, that parents tend to assume that what's right for them is going to be right for their kids. Yeah, and that's that's really natural. I think people in general try to do that. You want you want to be right. People want to be right. So it's really easy to tell someone else what they're doing wrong instead of looking at what you're doing. So, yeah, I think assuming is a big one. You think what's right for you is right for everybody. Yeah, unfortunately, you know that little saying about what assuming does. Yep, it makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and in that, I think that as parents, we forget, you know, we get this selective amnesia. We forget what it was like when we became adults and how our parents were with us. And when they thought we should be doing and acting and saying the things that they felt like we should say. And, you know, all of us reached that point where we like, we didn't like it because we were our own person, even though some of the core thoughts and values may have been the same. We had some differences Mm -hmm. that we wanted to experience. And yet we didn't like being judged when it didn't match up exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And once you reach a certain point, you want to live your own life. You want to make your own decisions. And the last thing you want when you're in that point in life is someone telling you how your decisions are wrong or what you should be doing. So I think for sure it gets forgotten and it needs to be remembered. How was it with your parents? Because almost every kid at some point in their life is just like, I wish I could just do it on my own. Like you get excited for college, for the freedom of college. And so you want that because you want to get away from the constraints of home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, And not only do you not want to be told what to do, which in and of itself wouldn't be the the most terrible thing, even though it'd be better not to. But then when you get judged because yeah. you're not doing it, yeah. oh my gosh, that's where it really gets tough. Yeah, because you could probably put up with it if it's just like, hey, you should do this, and that was it. If that was the end of it, you could probably put up with it all right. But when it comes down to you should do this, and oh, you're not doing that, oh, then it gets to be an issue. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, the thing that's hard that we need to think about is as as a parent, 
adults have friends with other adults. Yeah. And when they have these friendships, they're not telling these other friends how they should think, how they should act, what yeah. they should do, and judging them when, when they don't act like that. Mm-hmm. You well, know? you can't do that with a friend. And that's, you understand that with the friendships that you have, you can't judge and condemn and all these things and expect to continue a friendship. But because you're kids, because raising them, you've had to tell them what to do and how to do it and give them consequences when they don't, you tend to carry this over. And yeah. it's just a carryover thing that doesn't, isn't necessary. Well, what you were talking about, you know, I think one of the big things that comes into play is as a parent, when your kids are smaller, how they behave, how they act is a reflection of the parent, right? And so we have to think about this because then your kids get to be adults and you want to be friends with them. Now, your other adult friends, if you were telling them what to do and judging them, they wouldn't be friends with you and vice versa. If your friends were telling you what to do and judging you for it, you wouldn't be friends with them. So why would we think if we want to be friends with our adult kids, we can do that? And so there's this time you have to Mm -hmm. stop. And that time's not, it's not a given time. There's there's going to be a point where you telling them what to do isn't received as a kid would receive it as, oh, okay, mom and dad said to do this, better do it. It's now perceived as, why the hell are you telling me what to do? And so you won't know when that is. It could be when they're 16. It could be when they're 25 or whenever. It doesn't matter. But you got to be able to perceive how your kid is taking the advice you're giving Mm -hmm. and then make your judgments moving forward on there. It's not a one size fits all. What happens when they're 16 works when they're 20. It doesn't. And it has to be a progressive change for you to get over. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think a big, a big thing with that, sorry to cut you off. No, that's good. We talk about this word friendship and I feel like this word is just kind of thrown out Because you still think of yourself as a parent or you still think of yourself as a kid and this friendship concept, which friendship is the only way you're going to spend a lot of time with people willingly and have a good time doing it. You won't do it if you're not friends. So the focus has to be on friends. And if you're not going to judge your friends, then don't judge your kids. And if you're not going to tell your friends what to do, then don't do the same for your kids. And those lines seem to get skewed. And it's... I mean, you can understand that they would because you've done it the whole life. You have yeah. to forget the way things have been and look for change and adaptation in the future. Well, don't you think the parents have to take a lot of cues from their kids in that? I mean, you know, when your kids are still at home, yes, you're still guiding and directing and trying to help. But but the older your kids get, the more they're gaining their independence. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to feel this from your kid. Mm -hmm. You know, when is it time that I need to step out of the parental role and step into the friendship role? Yeah. Or you lose them, period. Yeah, completely. And I think it goes without saying that, you know, you're the youngest of your siblings, even the oldest of your siblings. I'll still get asked some questions periodically for advice. Mm -hmm. So... You let then you let your adult kid dictate mm-hmm. if they want your advice and they want your opinion on something. And if you allow for that, if you have stayed in the parental mindset of telling, telling, telling all the time, they're not going to 
probably ever come back around and say, hey, what do you think about this? But if you can address the time when it happens, when they move on, they'll probably come back around and be looking for your advice more. But the good thing about that is you don't have to guess when do they want your advice and when do they not want your advice. They tell you when they want your advice. Yes, that's good. I think if you're a parent and you've got an adult kid and you're struggling in that relationship, Mm -hmm. this is probably a good point just to take away that you need to stop and really assess are you still trying to be a parent or are you trying to be a friend? Because if you're trying to be a parent, it's probably not going to work out very well for you. Yeah, and that's something I, I'm not a parent, but I would say if you already have the answer, you don't have the right answer. I think that is something that will probably take a minute to figure out. You really need to address all the ways in which it may come across. Because I know from a kid's perspective, there are probably a lot of things that my parents do that seem more pushy to me that don't to them. So you really mm-hmm. have to get outside of yourself to find out the answer. to That's that. a really good point. Another, I think another point while we're talking about this is the aspect of having fun with your kids. Yes. Uh, for you guys to get to know about Joshua, Joshua is just a walking party. Joshua likes to have a good time. And so if, if you're not making it fun, with your kids, that's another element. When when parents hang out with their adult friends, they have fun. Yeah, you know, it's a good time. Yeah, and so why are your kids going to want to hang out with you if it's not any fun? Yeah, you exactly. Know? You your friends come over and come over watch a movie. Let's have some drinks, and then your kids come over, and it's like, well, you, what do you guys want to do? And, <laughs> and there's nothing, and you don't have the you might not have the relaxed of it's okay to drink with your kids and it's okay to curse with your kids. All these things that you might do behind closed doors, you won't do in front of your kids, which is going to just make a more fake relationship. And nobody wants to be a part of a fake relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good point. So the parents have to decide, when is it time for me to be a friend with my kid? Mm -hmm. And then I need to act accordingly. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And I think like you had talked about a little earlier, the biggest part about that is parents have to get out of the mindset that my kids are a reflection of me. Mm -hmm. Even though that might be true when your kids are very little, when your kids are adults, the reality is they're a reflection of themselves at that point in time. Yeah, and if people, I guess your point to give them a little more detail on that point is Parents tend to say and do things because they're worried about their own personal image, not necessarily about what their child is doing, but about them. So that's big and that's destructive because when you start taking your insecurities out and trying to project those on other people, there's no way for a friendship. Yeah, well, and the reality about that is, do you care more about the relationship with your kid or do you care more about what somebody else might think exactly. about what's going on? Yeah, like you you go to church every Sunday, your kid grows up there, and then finally they get to the point where they don't necessarily want to do that anymore, and they would rather watch either an online church service or just go discover things for themselves. And because of this insecurity in you of what are my friends at church going to think, you try to tell your kid, well, you got to go to church, well, you got to do this, and you just cross the line of parenting rather than friendship, which is just driving wedges. No, that's a good point. And I think a point that comes out of that too is parents, we tend to think that we're in this relationship, we're the only ones that can teach. Mm-hmm. Parents have to teach their kids. 
And I think with what we were just talking about, that we have to be open. You can't be stuck in this, um, I don't know what the maybe arrogant Mm -hmm. mindset would be of, well, I can only teach my kids because the reality is kids can teach the parents as well. A lot. A lot. And so there's this back and forth, this give and take, and a parent has to be able to be humble Mm -hmm. and learn from the kids. And when that's another thing about friendship. Friendship is a give and take relationship. For sure. And the crazy ironic thing about that is I think parents know, you might not even think it, but parents 100% learn from their kids all the time. You didn't know how to use a smartphone or how to use social media, and who showed you? I did. Right. So you're learning. Who still but shows me. <laughs> yeah, but it's subjective learning. So that's where you have to be very careful that it's not subjective. It's not, oh, I don't know how to use this technology. Show me how to use it. But then when it's like, well, I'm using this technology to go to church at my house. It, no, it happens. That, okay, well, now it's hypocritical. You right. have to be willing to ebb and flow and give that because then you might learn you don't want to wake up at five in the morning to go to church and you want to pull it up on your computer because it's the same thing. Absolutely. I know one of the things that you've talked about, Josh, I might ask you to talk about a little more that just because your parent and adult kid, that doesn't guarantee there's going to be a friendship. I think that's going to be the hardest realization for people is you get to a point with everyone, with your friends, where you decide if they're your friend or not. I know there's plenty of people that I've hung out with numerous times, and finally I get to the point, it's just like, man, I'm just not really interested in hanging out with this person anymore. So that happens. With family, it's a little bit more difficult because it's almost like you have a forced relationship with your kid the whole time they're growing up. But you get to an age where that it's time to make that decision. Are you compatible? Are you friends? Do you like doing the same thing and hanging out? Or is it always kind of like a push to hang out? Is there always something going on and finally you get to hang out or whatever it may be? But there doesn't have to be a friendship. It's not guaranteed, which sucks, but that's okay. That's how life works. There are no guarantees. Yeah. You know, the advantage that a family has, you're, if, you, if you run into that with your friends, you're probably not going to have that conversation. Yeah. You'll probably just let the friendship go. Yeah. But the advantage, if, if we could think about this as a family, be open enough to talk about it. Because if that's the case, then accept it. Maybe we'll say, okay, let's get together once every two months just to have a cup of coffee, just to catch up. Yeah. And But, but you can have that open dialogue. Exactly. Exactly. And you can, you can voice, it's going to be very hard to do, but... If you can get the courage to go and say, hey, I really want a friendship with you, but I can just tell that that connection's not there. What is it? Well, do that. Wouldn't you rather ask that question, feel very, very vulnerable and uncomfortable for 10 minutes, get a real answer and do something about it, or have no relationship at all? Absolutely. You have that, like you said, you have that connection and that open conversation because as you grow up, you talk about everything and you ask your kid what's the issue? Why, why do you want to do this? Why do you not want to do this? But once they reach that age, you quit asking those questions and those questions are still okay because you're just feeling out how they feel, which is good. And it's actually smarter on the parents' part because they'll get honest feedback about how they need to change things for it to be better. Exactly. And then you don't have to worry about forcing it to happen. You'll know they just are bored every time we come here or because I'm so pushy with this, they don't want to be here. (laughs) Yeah. And then the parents can even decide, well, 
if I'm going to need to do to do that, I probably don't want to hang out anymore exactly. than we are right now. Exactly. You know? Back to like, I know I've used that church example already, but to tail off that, if you love going to church and your kids don't love going to church and all your friends are at the church and that's where your roots are, you probably just don't want to be friends with them because they have completely different ideals than you have. Yeah. Well, and you talked about something that I think we really need to think about here because probably most people can relate to having had a relationship that the relationship started to see from from your perspective it was over mm-hmm. there was there was this gap that was created but the other person kept trying to force themselves in and and it just became totally unbearable it just right? kept widening the gap exactly you get more and more fed up with it so if you're a parent and you're having this difficulty with your kid and you keep trying to force the relationship, it's going to have the same result. Yeah, and forcing it is never going to be good. Usually, usually, at least all you have is Christmas. Like, that's that's almost a guarantee families come together. If you don't have that, then it's going to be a lot more difficult. But if you have one time a year where you can see this person, you can start to develop from there. It's not the end of the world. So if you just have Christmas and you're trying to invite them over on every other holiday and they're saying no, don't keep pushing. Let them come when they want to come and let it be an organic relationship. Well, that sounds good. You know, at the at the end of it all, I think one of the things that parents need to realize is they, they reap what they sow. Yeah. You know, so if if you're if you're not encouraging your kid, if the things your kid's telling you they're interested, they want to do, and you're saying, oh, you can't do that. That's that's not the way it or should be. Or if you're nagging at your kid because they don't come around enough. Right. Then... Right. So tell them they can't do things, judging them when they're not doing things that you want them to do, criticizing them, being negative with them. Mm-hmm. All those things that are on the negative side, if that's what you're putting out there, then you, that's what you're going to get back. Yeah, and you can't expect better than that if you won't get better than that. On the other side, if you're if you're hearing what they're saying, you're in, you're helping them think through different aspects of that. You're encouraging them when they come around. You're telling them they they've done a good job with this. If you're positive, everybody wants to be around yeah. somebody that's positive. Exactly. Nobody wants to be around somebody that's negative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think. Just to run back through the things that we've talked about to focus on. First, don't assume everything for you is right for them. Everybody's their own individual and they're going to be different. So take that into consideration. I think second, you need to remember how the relationship with your parents was. Your parents might have told you, do this, do that. And there's usually pushback with that. So remember that as you move forward. You don't want to be a parent you want to be a friend, which is our next point. Focus on friendship. Be yeah. a friend and don't try to force your parent, your parental side on them. Um, I think another big thing that we need to go over or that we need to address in this list is don't take your self-image and what you're worried about people will think about you and project those views onto your kid. And lastly, you reap what you sow. Yeah. So yeah, I think that might cover the topics. I think it sounds good. I mean, at the end of it all, parents, it's really on you mm-hmm. what kind of relationship you want to have with your kid because ultimately the parental mindset that you've had their your kid's entire life 
at a point, you're going to have to let go of that and be friends with your kid if you want to have that type of a relationship. Yeah, I agree. Sounds good. Well, Josh, thank you for joining us today for the podcast. I enjoyed doing this with you. Yeah, no problem. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Hopefully this can be a good a good teaching or a good instrument in helping you develop that relationship with your kid. Sounds great. Well, you guys, thank you for joining us, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next time.